don't think it can happen to you. Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, on Facebook, DistractedDB. You can listen to not only this show, but all my archive shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon. Tune in. Just use the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, so I know many, 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 many schools are opening now. Are we out of the 100 days of summer? I think there's a few schools still need to be set up, ready to go. So, and as far as what I remember as a child, after Labor Day, uh, to me, that was summertime over. So I think we got uh, another couple days left. So at least by the 5th of September, pretty much the 100 days of summer are over. Although, if you look around, it does not seem that way because the key, the hits just keep on coming. The hit and runs, the DUIs, the high-speed chases, you name it, we got it here in Southern California. And I'm sure many other states still have it as well. Um, it's kind of crazy the other night, um, I left work, got home and no sooner than I got home, I turned on my local news and there was a high speed chase in an area that I had just left and left probably about 30 minutes prior. So if I would have stayed at work just a 30 minutes longer, I could have been caught up near that high speed chase down to 91 going southbound. Uh, a guy in a Tesla was driving. Uh, he wasn't speeding, but he here in Southern California we have a we have a um, fast track you got to pay for. Um, from what I understand, and you know they have the dollar sign on how much it is, and you you get you get your credit card deducted or what, however you pay for it. You know every time you go through it, it could be ranging anywhere from a Three something, maybe one oh five. Well, that those days are gone. But anywhere, say they like three ninety five to fifteen to twenty bucks to take that six seven mile stretch because 
the 91 is so backed up, but just so happens on this particular day, uh, there was nobody really on the road. And I guess the Tesla driver went into the fast track driving down the road and he was not speeding. His average speed was about 66 miles an hour from what I understand. I guess he got out of the fast track and onto the regular road, the 91 freeway. Again, still maintaining, still maintaining his normal speed. Not speeding, but at least for six, seven miles, the officers were right behind him with flashing lights, but he wasn't speeding the entire way. Eventually, the California Highway Patrol went ahead and put out the spike strips, flattened his tires, but he still kept going until the rubber just kind of fell off and he was riding on rims. Then he pulled over, stopped, and he violently, like to me, it seemed kind of violent. Now, he got out of the car and walked up to the cops. They got out of their car and drew the guns. Now, and then, of course, the news, they broke away from that once he was kind of detained. So this is a story that I'm going to try to follow up on because that was a very, very unique situation. But I definitely want to follow up on that and see if I can get one of the CHP officers to talk about that. Uh, and one thing I would recommend, if you're getting pulled over by any law enforcement, do not get out of your car and walk up to them like, what, what, what did I do wrong? Uh, because they may not take very kindly to it and it could be a threat on their life. They may perceive that and bad things could happen. Anyways, but getting back to my 100 days of summer, um, yeah, I think we're just about done with it. Coming up in the next couple of days, uh, Labor Day is just around the corner. And once that happens, I think we're pretty much done. All, uh, pretty much all the schools and everything will be in session going back to school. Uh, so as each and every driver out there, parents will be taking kids to school, school, uh, students, some of them brand new drivers who got their license over the summer will try to go to school using their parents' car or if they got another car on their own. They're going to try to impress some of the ladies. Like, look, I got my license. You want to ride with me? Think about that before you get in the car, how safe that one individual could be. Uh, just saying. Uh, you know, I when I got my license, I tried to impress some of the girls and, uh, you know, it didn't work out. My, I didn't really have a very good car, so it didn't really matter anyways. But that's besides the point. Um, okay, got a couple of stories here. Um, there is some girls that will not be going back to school. A uh, uh, story from KTLA here, Channel 5, uh, coming up on that one. And, of course, I got a follow-up kind of story in regards to a story that we did, I think it was in May or June. If you remember what I talked about on that one where the uh, a bride and the, and the groom just got married, they were get riding in a golf cart over to the reception and a drunk driver ended up plowing into them, killing the bride. I have a follow-up on that. And I want to say it was in May or early June that that happened. Uh, that's my fault for not going back and checking on it, but it just dawned on me. And then, of course, um, I was talking, and I think I did this story last week. Matter of fact, 
I think I still got it on my board right now. The last time I did a show, and I think that will be my top story of the week, but we'll, we'll play both versions of it. But it seems that it was a Texas deputy that was arrested for killing a man on the side of the road on the 91 freeway. I guess he was trying to pour gas into his car. He ran out of gas. Uh, and if you kind of remember that, I went ahead and talked about that for a little bit. Matter of fact, I think that was my third story last week. So we're going to get into that just a little bit. But before we do that, we're going to go ahead and take a, a real quick break here. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. We'll be back right after this. back a few and a few becomes a few too many for a moment you think about going for a ride nah you live nearby what's the worst that can happen you get pulled over your insurance goes up you lose your license you total your car you kill someone There's no way you can hide it. If you drive drunk, they're gonna find you. So stop kidding yourself. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? Sir, have you been drinking this evening? Sir, have you been drinking tonight? They will catch you and arrest you. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and, of course, now this podcast show. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and, of course, on Facebook, DistractedDB, and you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and TuneIn. All you got to do is type up the keyword DistractedDB, and believe you me, I do appreciate each and every person that does follow me on on Facebook and Twitter, and for everyone who downloads the podcast show, I, I really, truly, I really do believe, and I do say this with all sincerity, I do appreciate it. Uh, and again, if I can save one or two lives, one or two lives over the course of a year, where somebody goes back and remembers, hey, you know, I heard this podcast, this guy's talking about texting and driving, man, maybe we shouldn't do this. Just saying, just saying. Hopefully that works out. Here's a story that I got from uh, KTLA Channel 5, and this just happened a couple days ago in regards to um, an intersection. Uh, somebody's trying to run the red light. Somebody's driving through it normal on their side where it's green, and it ends up into a very violent crash. Uh, three dead, two injured, and here again is a story from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. We want to get to some breaking news. Three people are dead after a violent car crash in South L.A. Two others are fighting for their lives. KTLA's Carlos Herrera joins us live from South L.A.'s West Mountain neighborhood with the very latest. Carlos. And we've learned that these victims are all women, all passengers in an Uber ride this morning. You can see the investigation uh, is carrying on. We're waiting for the arrival 
of the coroner's office to remove the victim's body that you can see there, the canopy set up uh, right in the middle of the street and near the sidewalk. We're also hearing from LAPD that we're waiting for uh, detectives to arrive here to carry out the investigation and continue speaking with witnesses. As we go into video, uh, authorities telling us this morning that it happened shortly before 5.30 a.m. The white Mercedes was traveling northbound on Vermont Avenue at a high rate of speed, apparently tried to beat a red light and struck the black Honda you see there head on right at the intersection of Vermont and Century. The black Honda spun out of control. One female passenger was ejected several feet she died at the scene. Two other female passengers of that Uber ride had to be extracted from that black vehicle. They also died. The male Uber driver and another female passenger were taken to the hospital where they are in critical condition this morning, but they were conscious when, uh, conscious rather, when they were transported earlier this morning. Now, we spoke with a witness who rushed to help the victims. He's still shaken this morning, but he tells us the Mercedes was speeding. He was probably going more than 80, 85. He missed the light? Tell me about that. Yeah, he missed. He probably, he always tried to beat the light. Probably didn't see the driver. And that's when the whole collision. I was trying to help the two girls that were in the back. They weren't, I started like shaking them. I started, you know, talking to them, waking them up. They weren't, they weren't responding. They weren't, they weren't breathing. Uh, definitely shaken this morning. Now, the driver, according to authorities of that Mercedes, was also taken to the hospital. The extent of his injuries, they are still unknown. We have confirmed, though, that he was in the car alone. Back at your live, you can see the investigation continuing. Uh, if we've asked investigators, but it is still unknown if drugs or alcohol were a factor. In the meantime, as this continues, we expect this intersection to be closed for several more hours. We're live this morning in South L.A. I'm Carlos Herrera. I'll send it back to you. All right, and I appreciate that, uh, KTLA, allowing me to use the sound. Um, yeah, yes, somebody's speeding. They're trying to beat a red light. And, of course, nine times out of ten, stuff like this will go ahead and it will happen. And, unfortunately, somebody now lost their lives. Uber driver carrying three young girls, gone in an instant. It only takes a blink of an eye. And how many times, how many times have I mentioned that? And how many times in my opening you've heard that where Gina says, in a blink of an eye, it can happen. It did. Slow down. You don't need to make that light. Where is the fire that you have to get to? You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. I'll be back after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. 
Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, on Facebook, DistractedDB. I always welcome your IMs, DMs, or any any other way that you want to try to reach on out to me. Uh, I appreciate that. Again, you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and tune in. Just use the keyword DistractedDB. Here's a story that I'm getting from Inside Edition. Uh, I took it kind of really off of the um, website there. Uh, And if you remember back in uh, maybe May or June, there was a bride and a groom that got married um, in around that time frame and just after the wedding it was a very nice wedding and everything from all indications uh they were going to the reception area and if you remember i believe they were driving in a golf cart uh going across i guess wherever they were at over to where the reception was at and there was a woman that happened to be somewhere else drinking and decided to get in her car at a bad sense of timing and ended up crashing into her. Well, here's an update on that. She spent a little bit of time talking with the judge and the judge decided, hey, if this trial does not get going soon, other things may happen. They were a blissfully happy married couple until the bride was mowed down on her way home from her wedding reception. Today, a bail hearing was held for the woman accused of drunkenly plowing into 34-year-old Samantha Miller and her husband, killing her and seriously wounding him. As Stephen Fabian reports, that hearing pitted two families against one another. It's a mother's heartbreak. (laughs) Tears for her daughter, Samantha Miller. The beautiful bride killed the night she got married last April as she and her groom, Eric Hutchinson, were driving a golf cart after the reception. The suspect, 25-year-old Jamie Komorowski, was in court today via closed-circuit TV, asking the judge to release her on bond. One by one, the late bride's family spoke. The defendant made a conscious decision to get into her vehicle after drinking all day and take away my daughter. She didn't just kill my daughter. She killed all of us. Samantha's father is still overcome with grief. I would give anything to hug my daughter again. Anything. Anything. Her sister says hearing a police siren reminds her of that awful night. When the sirens go off, and I think about that time running down the street, 
screaming my sister's name. Jamie Komorowski's family was also in court, her parents, brother, and sister. The defendant collapsed when she saw them. I also want to express my deepest sympathy and sorrow to the family of the Hutchinsons and the Millers. The judge ordered that she remain behind bars on no bail. After the hearing, Samantha's family spoke. Her mother made an eyebrow-raising request that her daughter's maiden name, not her married name, be used. Samantha's name is Samantha Miller. She got married. She died on her wedding night. I'm sorry, but that is her legal name. We asked the Miller family lawyer if there's a rift with the groom. The goal the Miller family has is to work with Eric together on Sam's estate. A tragedy that has turned two families upside down. The judge also ruled that if the defendant's trial doesn't start by next March, he will order her released on $150,000 bail. She has pled not guilty. All right, and I got that story from Inside Edition, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Look, irregardless of the situation, in my opinion, and again, I'm speaking from me, in my opinion, this woman should not be let go. If it doesn't start until March, so be it. She's going to post bail. Will she show up? Who knows? But in my opinion, I don't think that this should this uh, defendant should be let go. She shouldn't post bail. And they just need to go ahead and figure out what the punishment will be within the crime. And that's exactly the only thing that I'm interested in right now. As far as the married name versus the maiden name, I'm going to let that on the side because that had nothing to do with me. I'm more interested in what happened here. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. All right, well, we're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, another kind of mini, mini follow-up in regards to a man who lost his life on the 91 freeway in Riverside. You'll never guess who did it. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think about going for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. There's no way you can hide it. If you drive drunk, they're gonna find you. So stop kidding yourself. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? Sir, have you been drinking this evening? Sir, have you been drinking tonight? They will catch you and arrest you. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and, of course, on Facebook, DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Amazon. 
and as well as TuneIn. Just use the keyword DistractedDB. Please feel free to pass on any information on this show to your family, your friends, and say, hey, check out this podcast. This guy's trying to actually save people's lives. And again, if I can do that, save one or two lives a year, I think I did my job. All right. Anyways, so last week we did a story and... That was the top story from the previous... Oh, let's not go to that one. And And now now it's time time for the top story from the previous show. All right, the top story from the previous show last week came from KCAL 9 News out here in Riverside, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use sound. I'm going to play just, well, I guess I'm going to play the whole thing. We've got time. Uh, let's play the whole thing from last week's show. County are looking for a driver who hit and killed a person and then just took off. This happens way too often. KCAL News is some editor. Mike Rogers is now at the desk. Mike, what are the circumstances here? Yeah, we were just getting an update from the California Highway Patrol out there in their Riverside office. They tell us that a driver was on the side of the road trying to put gasoline in his car when a second driver hit him and then fled. I want to come to my computer here and we'll show you exactly where this happened. This happened on the 215 just south of the 91 early this morning, just before 2 a.m., Now, CHP says there was a a Chevy Silverado on the right shoulder when a Honda, a blue Honda SUV or truck sideswiped that Chevy, hitting and killing the driver and then took off. Now, that driver has been identified as a 38-year-old man from Lake Elsinore. We don't have his name just yet. He did die there at the scene. Now, as we come back out here to the desk, CHP tells me that the uh, suspect driver, the person who allegedly hit this driver, did leave several car parts behind. There apparently was some sort of collision there where car parts from the uh, suspect vehicle were left on the side of the freeway. Now, I've asked the CHP what exactly those car parts were. They say they are going to withhold that information uh, in hopes that somebody can come forward and give that to them that may be a suspect or may know some things. Uh, Oftentimes, they'll do that in cases they need a little bit of information to hold back, and CHP says that's what they're doing here. So if you know anything about this crash on the 215 just south of the 91 freeway early this morning, CHP is looking to hear from you. It should be a blue Honda SUV or truck with right side damage, guys. All right, thanks for the info, Mike. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, again, that's the top story from the previous show. And that came from KCAL Channel 9 News out here in Los Angeles and Riverside area. I appreciate them for allowing me to do the sound. Now, let's just join in on, say, the mini, mini kind of follow-up. Again, story coming from KCAL Channel 9. At five today, a Texas sheriff's corporal was arrested in a hit and run that killed a father of seven in Riverside. Let's bring in KCAL Sam editor Mike Rogers at the desk. And Mike, you've been digging into the details about this. What what do you know? Yeah, Pat and uh, Jeff, I was just able to get confirmation from the Bear County Sheriff's Office that this corporal was in Riverside County on vacation when this crash happened. I want to show you his mugshot. We're just getting it in from the jail over there. This is the corporal that was arrested. Now, uh, he is accused of hitting and killing a father of seven, a 38-year-old man. Gilberto Sotelo was standing on the side of the road putting gas in his car after visiting his sister's gravesite when allegedly this man, this former now, now former sheriff's deputy, hit him while intoxicated and took off from the scene. You'll remember I told you about this story. They were looking for pieces of a blue Honda that slammed into that driver, unfortunately leaving him there on the side of the road. We'll show you some pictures and video now of the victim here. This father of seven, like I mentioned, leaving his sister's gravesite when his car broke down on the side of the road. His family had said that he didn't realize he had a bad fuel sensor and he ran out of gas. So as he was pouring gas into his 
car on the side of the road, this sheriff's deputy allegedly hit him, according to the California Ohio Patrol, and just took off from the scene. Now, he was arrested back in Texas by the same agency that he worked for. He was booked into the Bear County Jail. So come back out here to the desk. He will be extradited back to California to face murder charges in Riverside County. Additionally, additionally with the murder charges, he's also facing uh, an intoxication, a DUI charge in relation to the crash as well. Pat and Jeff. Wow. All right. Thanks for that information, Mike. All right, and again, I want to thank KCAL 9 News for allowing me to use the sound. Again, a law enforcement officer, hmm, obviously he was drunk. He's out of state, Texas officer, state trooper. Yeah, not so good now. And so a father of seven is gone. This officer lost his job. Two families now ripped apart. Just like that. Drinking and driving never leads to anything good. Trust me. I know it. I see it. You know it, and I know that you know it, but yet it still happens, and they always do the same thing. How could this happen? Oh, he was so good. He was a good guy, or she was a good girl. Why? She would never do anything. No, bull, it, because it's still happening each and every day. You know it, and I know it. It still continues to happen as long as it does. There's going to be shows like mine that just keep pushing the issue of stop drinking and driving. Stop texting and driving. Remember, the sands of time within your own hourglass. Don't let anybody take it away. And I don't want to die today. Do you? Stay off your phones. Keep your eyes on the road. Put your cell phone in a glove box. Until next week, be safe.